Blog hello and welcome everyone. Hi, hello and welcome everyone. This is Louise Crook, Keys to Clarity Coach on KTC Radio. And I want to welcome you to the show this afternoon. And we, we have a wonderful guest um, calling into the show. And it's going to be a really interesting um, conversation today. Um, so I just want to introduce the um, the show and uh, share with you our, who our guest is. And, and before I do that, I'll just tell you a little bit about Keith for Clarity Radio. So it is... Um, uh, well, I'm your host, Louise Crooks, as I said before, and I'm a business coach to um, health and well-being um, professionals. I'm a speaker, radio show host, of course, and um, a Facebook and online marketing strategist. I'm all about getting the word out about what's possible in your business, doing it in an authentic way, and becoming visible so you can create a profit and help the world at large through your actions. Louise, well, that's me, uh, believes in spiritual alignment and all that you do. In living this way, we can create the lives we truly desire. Um, I really love social media as a way to help solopreneurs build their businesses, which is one of the reasons why Keith to Clarity Radio was born at the beginning of 2008. KTC Radio is here to support solopreneurs, and I spell that S-O-U-L-opreneurs, to success through spiritual, personal, and business growth through the expertise of the most amazing guests. Feel free to browse the archives to find recordings of shows with the likes of, uh, with guests the likes of Marsha Weeder, Addie Brown, Michael Port, Greg Moores, Mary Allen, Michael Lozier, just to name a few. And be sure to get my updates by going to the show profile and entering your uh, email into the box there. You'll see that where the hummingbird is if you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash keys to clarity. And if you'd like to learn more about myself and and my programs and services, um, you can join me on keystoclarity.com. Remember to fill out your free report where I get to share how to cost, uh, avoid costly mistakes most business owners make in the first few years of business so you can create a shining path of um, success with the, the, with the path of least resistance and not end up going back to the J-O-B. So I'd love to uh, introduce our guest, and I believe I can hear him on the line. So let's just see if he's actually on the line now. Kevin, are you there? Well, uh, I'm definitely here, Louise. I don't know whether you can hear me or not, though, because I'm having a little difficulty. I can. All of a sudden, I I could hear some noise in the background. So that that was perfect timing. Very, very good. I'm glad. Yes, that was uh, that was with about three seconds to spare, I think, Louise, because I was having such difficulty with my headphones here, and I decided to take them off and chance that the uh, the microphone on the computer would work. Ah, oh, perfect. Well, it all worked out beautifully. So I'd love to introduce you to our our listeners today. So um, I'm very um, happy to to introduce Kevin Billet to the show today. Um, Kevin is part of uh, two organizations that are very closely intertwined, that is um, Conscious Company and The Journey. And this is what uh, Kevin um, you know, says about himself, that he's an ordinary man who has had the immense fortune to stumble upon many extraordinary answers to life's questions and antidotes to its difficulties. From mundane beginnings, his daily experience has become one of deep satisfaction and great gratitude for the mystery of life. 
and everything he has discovered has been discovered within himself. I have worked at the, well, he has worked at the forefront of the human potential and personal growth sectors for 17 years. He is the co-founder with, together with his wife, mind-body healing expert, Brandon Bayes, and the CEO of the Journey Companies and Conscious Company. He's passionate about developing and offering cutting-edge tools and technologies that facilitate conscious, lasting change in organizations, businesses, groups, and individuals seeking authentic, deep, and meaningful transformation. He is the originator and presenter of the Visionary Leadership Program, which is taught in North America, Europe, Australasia, and Africa, and he presents advanced workshops for the journey in numerous countries around the world. Wow. Thanks uh, thanks for being here, Kevin. I'm so excited to, to welcome you to the call today and to the show. I'm thrilled to be here, Louise. Thank you for the invitation. Ah, oh, it's a pleasure. And I know so many people out there are really interested in this topic, and I'll just share that um, just to remind our audience of what we're talking about today, which is an uncovering your authentic leadership greatness. And, you know, we, we think about what might our lives, our businesses and organizations, our society and the world look like if more of us took up the authentic leadership greatness challenge. So today we're yeah. going to be talking to Kevin about authentic leadership and what that looks like for us in our own lives and in our businesses and, you know, what does it mean to be a leader. So, so this is going to be a fabulous topic. Um, before we dive in, Kevin, I just want to cover a couple of little admin pieces just so that um, our listeners are just kept up to date with. Um, we have a draw each week. And um, so I just want to mention the prize winner for last week. She won the, um, the Millionaire Mind uh, Secrets to Success cards um, that T. Harvecker created, and I just love them. And that is actually Rosella Young. She actually called into the show last week. Um, so she also happened to win the, the prize. So congratulations, Rosella. And Rosella's uh, website is www.longaberger, that's L-O-N-G-A-B-E-R-G-E-R.com forward slash Rosella Young, R-O-S-E-L-L-A Young. So congratulations, Rosella. I know you'll enjoy those, those cards. And for anyone who would like to tweet while you're listening to the show today, I would absolutely encourage you to do that um, so that you can share what, all the wisdom and gems that um, Kevin is sharing with us today. If you tweet with the hashtag um, pound KTC radio, hashtag KTC radio, and uh, then I'll be able to track you know, what your thoughts and, are and, and your comments. So please do go ahead and do that. Now, today's prize we're going to have as a draw today, I'm actually going to, and especially because Kevin comes from a journey and I'm such a, a big supporter of the journey. I love the work. I'm very involved in it myself, and um, I want everyone to know about the journey. So today's prize is going to be three introductory CDs to the journey. So that means five people are going to win the prizes today. And I encourage you to um, enter the draw and send your uh, email into info at keystoclarity.com. That's info at keystoclarity.com. And put the journey in the title. That's all you need to do is put the journey in the title, and then I'll know that you are entering the draw for the 
the introductory CD to the journey, and there'll be five of them. <laughs> okay, enough said. Let's dive into the topic. Um, Kevin, so tell me, what, what do you mean by authentic leadership? Oh, authentic leadership. You know, the simplest way I could describe that, Louise, is to say that it's leadership that comes from a place other than fear. It's leadership that comes from truth. Because of all the classic leadership models that are, that are taught in the world, there is a way in which our ego gets invested in them and that the, the unmet, unbroken fears that we reside with commonly, we all, we all reside with, with unmet fears, that they percolate up to the surface and then our behavior turns into something that is other than what we, we anticipate or other than what we intend. And so my deepest prayer in life, just to, to really cut to the end game here, is, is that we develop and institute a different form of leadership around the world. And it's a, it's a bit of an audacious prayer, and I don't want that to sound too grandiose, but I really feel like the, the, the human state is such that we, we need different type of leadership. We need something that's born from truth. We need something that's heart-centered. We need something that is, is deep and true to who we are as beings, and is also pragmatic, because I'm, I'm not a, a wishful thinker, Louise. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a realist, and I'm also, um, these days, very, very pragmatically heart-based, if that makes sense to you. So something deeper, something born for freedom, and something that allows us to face our unspoken fears, to, to face the undercurrent of challenge that we, we, we experience in life, and to clear that so that there's, there's a, a clear track for leadership. There's leadership born from, not just from self-interest, but from recognizing that the self is part of a greater whole, and so our intent comes to serve a greater whole with us included in that whole. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a beautiful um, um, concept. I'm sorry to cut across you there, but uh, I mean that, that's on, on the kind of you know, on the, on the, the macro level. And, and for me, it starts at the micro level. It starts with us as yeah. individuals. And it starts with a recognition that wherever we're in relationship, there's leadership. You know, if we're talking to our kids, there's leadership in action. There's positive influence, um, at least potentially in action. Whenever we're interacting with our spouse, there's leadership in action because we influence each other. So whenever we turn up in a social environment, whenever we turn up uh, in work, there is the potential for us to speak from a greatness that's born from within us and to speak with uh, I mean, a, a deeper and positive intent. So this is not just for people who are the the you know the the, the kind of the top political leaders. It's not just for the the captains yeah. of industry. This really is an invitation for all of us to to step up and to be a, a, a conscious positive influence to those around us. I feel that you know if there is a change in leadership around the world, that recognition is is key to it. Yeah. And it's beautiful because, you know, as you say, that we can all step into a leadership role. It doesn't have to be at those big um, levels of, in politics or in big organizations that we all can tap into that greatness in ourselves. And I just love that because, especially because when, when we're doing things in our lives that are very um, meaningful, you know, particularly when you think about my audience who are, health and well-being um, professionals, you know, um, sure. holistic practitioners and coaches, they're all yeah. doing things that are really making a difference. 
um, you know, what what kind of a difference would they be making in their businesses if they were to step into that leadership role? It, well, it's an, an interesting thing, Louise, because whatever role you're playing now, if you develop your skills, you know, so the skill set that you're, you're um, working with in, in that in the profession, let's say, there's um, there's a linear result to the the influence that you can bring to bear. So you get better and better and better at doing your job, and you know you you begin to interface with more people, maybe, and there's more expertise, there's more information, there's more clarity, and you know, there's an improvement over time. Here's the thing, with any given amount of expertise in what you do, if you add into the mix an increase in your leadership ability, what you do is you, you create a leverage effect. And so your, your influence, rather than becoming or acting out in a linear way, becomes exponential. And so it, it's almost as if, you know, say, say on, a, on a scale of, of 1 to 100, you're at 70 or 80% in terms of your expertise in your, in your job and your career. And, you know, if you, you can increase that by 10 or 20%, fabulous, you're doing a great job. But if you increase yeah. your leadership, maybe your leadership skills may be at a 3 or a 4 at the moment. If you push those up to a 7 or, or an 8, instead of getting up to, like, you know, a 90 in total, all of a sudden you're yeah. on 6 or 7 or 8 times 90 because you create this, this exponential influence effect. That's, that's really yeah. exciting to me. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't really think of it that way. It's kind of like a ripple yeah. that goes out. Well, it, it, it's, it's a strong ripple when it, when it goes out, Louise, because, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the basis of conscious leadership is, is how do you build a following for a, a purpose, for a cause, for a vision, and to know that yeah. you're being benefited in this. There's not pure altruism here. This is recognition that you as an individual are part of the, part of the whole. And so it's a vision for life. It's a vision for your group. It's a vision for your society, maybe. Also to know that you're a part of that. And it, it does create yeah. this, this leveraged effect. When you increase your leadership skills, you multiply the potency of all your other skills. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful effect. Yeah, wonderful. Fabulous. Um, so, Kevin, how did you come to um, your desire to step into your leadership role and, you know, sharing about this um, yeah. on such a wide scale? Well, it's a little bit of a story, Louise. So if you'll allow me just briefly to uh, to backtrack. Mm. I come from a very... Um, Regular linear environment. I was was born in a relatively poor area in, in South Wales, and um, my parents were they were they were motivated and they they were very very hardworking, and they'd always taught me, you know, if you if you are successful, if you educate yourself, if you work um, hard in work, you know, if you build a business, in our case, because we were business people, then you're going to be happy. And uh, <laughs> I kind of bought into the, the materialistic uh, <laughs> mindset, if you like. But also, yeah. since since my early teens had been interested in human potential, so I had both things going on simultaneously. One was this belief that money would make me happy. If so, you know, if I got the money and got the right the right lifestyle with it, if I found the right wife to marry, uh-huh. then you know everything was going to be hunky dory. And so I followed that track for a long time and found ultimately it didn't actually give me anything. You know, I enjoyed uh-huh. some of the byproducts of the uh, of, of of the material way of life for sure, but they didn't fundamentally change anything in me. And it bred in me quite a deep sense of dissatisfaction. 
And throughout all this time, I'd been in interested in the, the human potential movement. You know, I'd, I'd heard when I was, oh gosh, I, I don't know what, like probably about 13 or 15 years of age, that, you know, as human beings, we only use 10% of our brain. This is back in the 70s. Yeah. And, uh, I thought, man, wouldn't it be fabulous if we learned how to access some of the, the, the other 90%? I mean, what are we capable uh -huh. of? And so, yeah. As well as the stuff, I began to study more esoteric ways to, to open and to... I don't know, I guess dive with him. Um, but eventually my life melted down. It came to the point where I put so much, so much focus into the wheel-spinning activity, the, you know, the striving, the trying, the working hard, the, the stressing out, you know, the, the trying to get it and believing that it was on the outside of me, that I, I went into a real kind of personal crisis. And at that point, uh, very, very fortuitously in, in my life, I, I met the woman who I would, would eventually marry, who was uh, Brandon Days. Uh, at this time, this is back in 1994, she had just started uh, um, uh, kind of work, work at that time. There was no organization, but she'd started work called The Journey. And when I underwent the, 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 the process work with her, I mean, it absolutely radically answered the things that I was looking for in life. It turned me around. I've been, at, you know, for, for years prior to this, quite um, underneath everything, quite negative and, and relatively um, hopeless that what I was seeking in life I was never going to find. And my only option was to put in more time, more effort, you know. And so uh, I met Brandon, and, and within two and a half hours of undergoing the work with her, I realized that what I was looking for was on the inside, and I learned some basic techniques to to access that and to live from a place of innate positivity, to live from a place of innate clarity. And so I mean, loved, loved, loved the work, and um, eventually loved, loved, loved the woman as well. And so we, we started the business <laughs> together and started to, to teach what, what she had uh, developed in the, in the early to mid-90s. And... Yeah. We took that to various countries around the world, and we were seeing huge transformations in people, physical transformation, because her background was with, uh, with uh, I mean, phys sorry, emotionally based physical physical healing, and um, self discovery, self realization, massive um, physical, emotional, and um, what would you call that? I suppose kind of realization transformations for people. So deep, deep, not just lifestyle changes, but, but deep changes in people's realization of who they are as a being. And, and we, we had um, success with this, taking it around the world. You know, beautiful, beautiful feedback from um, you know, thousands and ultimately hundreds of thousands in many countries. And then, um, this was about three and a half years ago, I sat down. My life had changed. I'm a much, much happier, more positive person, and I'm uh, really kind of deeply enjoying life. But I got caught off guard on one day about three and a half years ago. I sat down and I right, I've got these amazing techniques from the journey here. I've turned my life inside out. I, mean, I love it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I asked a different question. I, I said to myself, Billet, are you living your life to full potential? Yeah. Oh, hmm. That's an interesting question because I feel like I've got the tools to take away the resistance, to take away the obfuscations. I've got rules, uh, sorry, I've got techniques to take away the rules that would have held me small and the beliefs that would have kept me contained. But when I sat down and asked this question, I'm living to your full, fullest potential, I could only honestly answer no. And it kind of, it kind of rocked my world a little bit, you know. And so I sat and inquired wow. and went, okay. 
what would you need to look at? What would you need to do? What would you need to face? How would you need to get real in order to live in a way that felt like you were fully surrendered to the, the call of life? And it changed the yeah. game for me. It absolutely wow. changed everything. I kind of realized that I'd got into a into a groove with work, you know, that, that I'd got a little mm. sneaky in burying my, my laziness and my uh, my playing small. And just to ask that question and to, to challenge myself to, to go a little deeper and to get a little more real, to get a little more clear, um, huge transformation came on top of the transformation that I'd already experienced. And then the leadership work was born out of that. So it was wow. uh, a, a fascinating process of getting real with myself and going, okay, women, what will stop me from, from living to fullest potential? If the tools are here to clear the blocks, what is it that's holding me back? And that was a, f- a fantastic revelation, a really fascinating re- revelation. And um, you know, as I say, leadership work born out of that. A lot of lot of different uh, realizations that that has been backed up over the last few years by some very interesting um, uh, research that, is, that has come out as well. So it's as if you know, science is catching oh, yeah. up with, with what Ben and I have been doing for the last oh gosh, what is that, sixteen, seventeen years now? Yeah. And it's interesting because the timing of it couldn't be better because what I'm seeing from my own journey as well, um, Kevin, is that, uh, you know, there's a real desire out there, you know, even with industry leaders and um, politicians as well as the, the, the little guy, people like us, you know, who really wants to um, to be making a difference and to be, Operating um, at a different level in the way that we yes. um, conduct business and right. how we how we care about ourselves and all of those things. You know, I, I hear it so so often, not just with the people I, I meet face to face, but with I mean, you know, every time I go online, there's there's something on there that that people are looking for the missing ingredient, if you like. Yeah, Here's the yeah. mistake that I, I yeah. believe most people make, Louise. They they make well, I guess two mistakes. The first one is to is to believe that what you're looking for is on the outside of you, that you're looking for some magic ingredient that, that you don't already possess. That's a mistake. Um yeah. from all of the growth, from all of the transformation I've experienced over the years, every single answer has arisen within me. Every single truth has arisen within me. Every single facility, capability, quality has arisen from within me. The question is, how do you access that? And here's here's what I believe is the second mistake for for people. I believe, or I experience when I you know, when I when I see this on online and in newspapers and in, in the adverts that that are out there promising change, that okay. there is a there's an implicit belief that more information is going to give us what we need in order to change our lives, that we need to learn some specific facts, some magic ingredients, some yeah. esoteric secrets in order to transform. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not the way it works. And it's very, very interesting that current research, there's a, there's a whole kind of swathe of, of, of scientific research. I'm talking bench research here, not, not wacky mm-hmm. esoteric mm-hmm. stuff, real kind of grounded mm-hmm. science, mm-hmm. brain science. And here's what they found out. When they wire people up to what they call PET R scans, so this is kind of like a, a you know, like a CAT scan with positron image mm-hmm. uh, tomography scans, and they they are tracking what takes place in the brain when we make decisions, particularly important decisions, life life changing decisions. 
Here's yeah. what they find, very interesting thing. Most of us are focused on what we would consider to be the more modern part of our brain, the neocortex, the cerebral cortex, the part that allows us to think and analyze and rationalize. We put a lot of credence in it, you know. We consider this is what makes us uh, different from other animals. It's what makes us human. Right. Uh, there's, there's an older part, or there are a couple of older parts to our brain. There's the limbic system, which is, it forms part of what's called the reptilian brain. This is much more... Um, associated with primal emotional response. It's uh -huh. associated with uh, instinctive responses. Trust, for instance, would be, would be part of, of, of the limbic system. The limbic system, much, much more ancient part of our brain, essentially the same type of brain function that reptiles have, hence the, the, the reptilian brain. And right yeah. at the core uh -huh. of that, at the core of the limbic system is the brain stem, the most ancient and most rudimentary part of the brain, the part that uh, gives us deep instinctive responses. It's responsible for making us breathe and making, us, making ourselves repli replicate, so keeping the human organism alive and functioning at a basic level. But here's the interesting okay. thing. Every decision that we make, and they know this to be a fact, it's an astonishing thing to me, if you make a decision... The only part of the brain that is used in making a decision is the limbic system. The only part of the brain that is used is the reptilian brain, the part that is emotionally based and instinctively based. Only the neurons in that part of the brain fire when we make a decision. Now, I know that sounds, it's mind-bending. <laughs> what happens? Wow, in that's short, interesting. Yeah. So here's the thing. We're trying to learn more and more information that will allow us to change our lives, allow us to behave in more constructive, creative, authentic ways. It doesn't work that way. What happens is you have to access the limbic system and you have to get stuck into some unmet emotions and to do some emotional clearing work, some guided, focused, emotionally clearing work in order to be able to, to change your fundamental decisions in life. So... What I'm saying is if you're behaving in ways that don't support you, in ways that are less than conscious, mm -hmm. thinking about it, rationally analyzing it, cannot work. What they found is that the decision is made um, entirely by the limbic system. Then what happens is the, 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 the cerebral cortex, the, the neocortex, so the higher thinking function of the brain, can rationalize a decision in reverse. Now, and, you know, that's a fantastic uh, you know, function for the brain to have, to be able to rationalize, wonderful. But it doesn't affect the decision. It's, uh, the decisions are only made emotionally. Now, there is a bit of a loop with something called the amygdala. The amygdala is a, is a part of the, the brain, is an almond-sized part of the, the limbic system, which can modify our emotional responses. So it's not quite as um, simple as I'm expressing here. And the truth is, at the bottom line, only the emotional part of your brain can make decisions. So if you want to make changes in life, you know, whether it's um, you know, to, to eat less unhealthy food, to get fit, to exercise, to make more healthy choices, to be more awake and to help mm -hmm. other people, to, whatever it is, those decisions can only be driven by the emotional part of your brain. And that, that, for me, is a game changer. It means that information alone isn't going to do it. It doesn't matter how much you educate yourself. That isn't going to do it. It doesn't matter how far you train yourself in your career track. That is not going to change the, um, the, the deep impulsive drives that cause you to make the decisions you make in life. 
And that's what I'm fascinated by. That's at, at the core of, of everything we do in the journey ending conscious company. Uh, I mean, it, it's really a technique to yeah, access the limbic system, to get right in there and to say, okay, what's stored here? Because this is the part of the brain that is responsible for hanging on to old stuff emotionally, to, to um, uh, holding on to what, what they call cell memories and storing those inside the body. Now, if you can get into old traumas, unmet fears and drives, and if you can make that stuff and clear it out, and you can do that, then healthy decision-making, um, authentic decision-making, um, decision-making designed to serve life with you as a part of it, the stuff that you know is available in there, some higher, deeper version of you, if you like, that becomes yeah. naturally the expression of, of, of your life. It, it, it just is not an effort anymore. That's, that's automatically what, what yeah. comes out. Yeah. So and that's where the authenticity comes through, Kevin. I'm sorry, Louise, I didn't hear that. Say that again. Sorry, I was just saying that that's where the authenticity comes through, I'm, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because you if you're living from that natural part of yourself, your true self, um, and it's not the hard work, as you said before. It's not. It's, yeah. it's not the hard yeah. work that we. I think when we're playing roles and not being our true, authentic self, you know, it, it is a much more exhausting experience. Oh, it's it's absolutely exhausting, Louise. I mean, t- t- totally exhausting. It's frazzling. And here's here's the thing for most of us, is that. You know, this, so this is this is the mechanism. The mechanism is that the part of our brains that, that process and generate the emotional responses, that's the part that, that is responsible for decision-making. But I mean, throughout life, from an early part of, of childhood, we get conditioned, and people's responses to the instinctive emotions that, that we experience as, as humans, uh, they're mostly fearful. You know, our initial influences come from parent or guardian, then from teachers and from peers. And we're conditioned from an early age to believe that there are certain emotions that, you know what, they're bad emotions. We shouldn't go there. We shouldn't touch them. We shouldn't, yeah. you know, we shouldn't go that deep. It's like, you know, do anything you can to, to avoid because what we want is the so-called positive emotions. And so we get, we get deeply conditioned with beliefs and values and rules from an early, early age that would cause us to avoid um, authenticity of emotional feeling and expression, um, and there is a way in which there's a there's a call to to decondition to recondition that, because otherwise we're we're driven by fears fears uh, fears yeah. of other emotions and, and fear itself an unmet fear, and I'm not talking about instinctive. Um, just kind of, what would you call that, um, real fear. I'm talking about imagined fear here, yeah. Louise, is right. the key to it. And we've all got right. fear of rejection, for instance, is a huge one for us. Fear of failure is a huge yeah. one for us. Now, if you've still got those running unconsciously, that is going to put a container on you in life. So you know, in these cases, the invitation would be mm-hmm. to say, okay, what memories do you have around these emotional fears? And what can we do to clean up your active uh, with you in, in that area? How can we can, uh, can we facilitate some some deep clear out so that you you can live without that being an, an impulse, an impulsive drive in your life? Mm. And that makes so much okay. sense, Kevin, because you know, really, you said it's the container that stops us from um, you know stepping into that that uh, authentic leadership, and it truly is, you know. We, the only reason why we would hold ourselves small is because of fear. 
Yes. Yes, and fear shows up in so many different ways. I mean, we you know, we yeah. can, could conceive of fear just being pure fear itself. And yeah. most of it is not that. Most of it is that we we have a conditioned response, a conditioned fearful yeah. response to certain emotions that are natural emotions for humans to feel. I mean, embarrassment yeah. or humiliation. How many of us have done anything we can to avoid feeling embarrassed or humiliated? And, you know, most yeah. of what we do is, is some sort of, of shutdown or emotional avoidance strategy that has got big ripple effects in life. It's like, you know, we, we, we focus on, okay, you know, what, what do I do to, to avoid embarrassment? And all of, all of a sudden, yeah. our largeness of expression, our willingness to make mistakes, our willingness to risk looking a little silly in public because we've tried something that didn't work, it all gets shut down. And then our creativity yeah. gets shut down, you know? Then our... Yeah. our, our Genuine authenticity is getting crimped. It's just getting getting pinched back. And so in so many areas, when we try to avoid the emotions that, that, um, that we're conditioned to avoid, there is a big, big payback for it, a big negative payback. And so a lot of the work we do is, is in, in, in encouraging people to find what are the associated memories here and how can we resolve them. There are, there are great ways to come to, to deep resolution. And then... Everything we're looking for, it's already there inside us. It's, it's, it's almost as if we've pulled the curtains back on it at this point. You know, we've pulled the drapes back yeah. and, ah, there's the authentic show. There's, there's <laughs> the, the real me. And it's, it's available to yeah. play to its heart's delight. It's so yeah, it's, it's, it's so interesting it's that strong. you say this as well, um, Kevin, because, you know, what I find with a lot of my clients, um, you know, that there there is this... Um, Holding ourselves themselves small because there is this need to to get more information, to become more of an yes. expert, to to gather the Such knowledge, and only once I have yeah. that in place will I then be able to take yeah. the step forward. And it, and they never get beyond that. Um, so this yeah. is a, a beautiful example, um, and it's just it's just really interesting that we're having this conversation now, um, Kevin, because you know my mission is to really support. Um, soul-driven business owners to really be visible in the world and sh- and share their message. And so the yeah. whole fear around uh, that, that shows up, you know, that we're talking about in stepping into that authentic leadership is so cru- it's such a crucial um, area that needs um, attention for them for them to be able to take that step into being visible. Absolutely, and you know it's such a trap to believe that the step you need is to become more expert. Uh, if, if people get one thing out of, out of this this uh, this show, Louise, what I'd love them to get is you already know enough. You already yeah. are enough. Just that yeah. you know enough, you are enough. What needs to happen? Yeah, and we're all experts anything, in something um, anyway. Life experience, you know, what, what no. we've studied already. We all have what the tools that we need. It's really getting. Um, diving deeper into the, the unconscious pieces that hold us back. Yep, for sure. That, when, uh, my wife, Brandon, came up with a beautiful metaphor that um, she, she mm. wrote in, in the book that we co-authored. We have a book called Consciousness, the New Currency. And Brandon yes, came up fabulous. with a metaphor. She said, oh, thank you. She said, you know, when we look at at behavior and we're trying to change behavior, there's behavior that doesn't support us, behavior that's on automatic pilot, if you like. It Mm. floats like a 
the leaf of a, of a lily plant right on the surface of the water. And so we look down, all we can see, you know, we're looking from above, all we can see is the big leaf floating on the surface. There are the behaviors, there are the, the patterns. And we try to directly address the behaviors, like more information is going to make a difference. But deep down underneath that, if you go underneath the water, you've got a stem system, and in that stem is um, the conditioned patterns that filter the behaviors, still not the drivers of them, but our beliefs are deeper down inside, our values are deeper down inside. And I'm talking about stuff that we've inherited here, stuff that often has been passed on for generation and generation. Um, down there would be the rules that we've got unconsciously. I'm not talking about conscious, healthy rules. I'm talking about the arbitrary, rather random stuff. And down there also, old vows and promises that can sometimes come back to haunt us or can sometimes, um, because there's a disparity of, of, of promise being made, you know, you make, make a promise to one person, you make an opposite promise to someone else, and all of a sudden you're caught in a bind. So these binds are down there as well, filtering out our experience. And if you go even deeper than that, if you go right down into the, the, the silt of the unconscious, if you like, there's a root system, and it's that root system that is driving the whole show. It's, it's kind of creating the impetus from a deep level. And there are the unmet fears that I'm, that I'm speaking about. And a lot of them, they are uh, fantastical fears. They're fears that we've, we've bought into over a period of time. They're other people's fears. Often they're not really our own. They're just learned fears. Yeah. And if we get right into that root system, if we get right down to, to you know, the emotional base, the emotional drivers of the whole system, we can pull the roots out. And for sure, it can be a little uncomfortable while we do that, and the water gets a little murky while we're, while we're clearing, clearing things out. But yeah. eventually what happens is pulling the roots out, the water clarifies, the mud settles, and then there's no need to take care of the behaviors one by one on the surface because the behaviors are not being nourished. They're not being generated by those old fears. And all we're left with mm. is clarity, just pure, clear water. Beautiful. Such a beautiful I, what it what came into my mind, sorry, Kevin, what came into my mind as you said that and the, the, the water cleared, I could just picture this lily pad and then the lily, the lily bud just exploding into color as you oh, cleared all that. Absolutely. Which is a beautiful analogy of what a leader looks like when they do the work. Well, for sure. I've seen that around the world now. I mean, it's, it's wonderful to see people really stepping, I wouldn't say stepping into their power, but stepping into their authenticity. And their authenticity has a power implicit in it. It's not an ego-driven power. This is a, a natural, um, still, authentic presence and that is wonderful when you see it, when you experience it with other people. It's got the resonance of truth to it. It's got, got, a, got the capability of, of you know, giving you the shivers and making the, 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 the hair on your body stand on end. Because <laughs> we recognize it in ourselves. When someone speaks from truth, it's, it's as if truth inside ourselves resonates with it. And it gives us permission yeah. to be authentic when someone else is authentic. And so there's a beautiful ripple effect with that. For sure, for sure. So, Kevin, I'd love to uh, put it out there if you're ready to invite anyone who'd like to ask a question um, to call into the show. And when we're ready, sure. we'll, we'll uh, take the question. Are you okay with that? I'm absolutely okay with that. I would love to do that. Great. So just to let everyone know, if you'd like to ask a question, uh, you can call in on 347 
945-6963 and just, just press 1 on your keypad and I'll be able to see you uh, with your hand raised on my switchboard. Let me give you the number again. It's 347-945-6963 and um, press 1 on your keypad and ask us you know, what burning question you might have around this or Kevin and questions around uh, authentic leadership, you know, what it takes to get there, anything like that that you have a question around, we would love to, to hear. Um, so, Kevin, I'd love to hear a little bit more from you around the benefits of authentic um, leadership. Well, I mean, on a personal level, Louise, I feel like this is, is I mean, deep transformation work. I came from from a place of being ultimately I mean, striving and very very dissatisfied with my life. I mean, for years I'd been diagnosed with depression that was was cyclical. Mm-hmm. Um, just mm-hmm. to start doing this work cleared that out. It turned me from being a relatively pessimistic and and rather kind of um, energetically heavy person. I think you would you would call me, you know into um, someone who wakes up with gratitude first thing in the morning, I feel fulfilled before I engage in my work. And then just by, by you know, just starting to do any of the projects I've, I've got, it's, it's, um, it's like the f- fulfillment is, well, you know, when you say the cup is full and then it, it overflows. I know yeah. it's, a, it's a rather spiritual metaphor, but that, that's the way life feels. I feel clear. Mm-hmm. I feel on purpose. I feel fulfilled. I feel as if I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guided in, in the work that I do, and it just feels right. It's got a rightness about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's on offer for so, so many people. If you're willing to clear these really kind of arbitrary conditioned drivers in your life, the stuff that, that I mean, often goes back to childhood, if you're willing to clear that out and then to, in yourself, get clear with, you know, why do you do what you do? What's the purpose in, in, in you engaging with life? What do you bring? What do you offer? Um, if you're willing to come from the why first and then to say, okay, I'm willing to be used. I'm willing to be used with life. I'm willing to be swung into, into action. And I know that you know, part of the benefit of that will, will, will come back to me. But it's not about, you know, making it about me, 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 and my, my, my. It's about sharing. It's uh, about definitely making a, a life offer and knowing that life will have a, have a tendency to to bless that in you, to, to reward that in you. It's, uh, uh, it's an entirely different way of, of living for, for a lot of people. And I know, that, you know with your listeners, there will be a huge amount who are already in some form of, of uh, beautiful service. So, I mean, absolutely. you know, it's, how do you add to that when, when you're already you're contributing to life in this way? How do you enhance it? How do you create leverage in that? How do you get to yeah. enjoy it more? How do you bring purpose to it? How do you find even deeper fulfillment in it? These sort of benefits. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good um, question to ask oneself, um, particularly when you yes. are in that uh, field of service and in a sense, it's our responsibility to get out there and really share uh, what we do sure. um, in a bigger way sure. and reach more people. So, um, yeah. you know, this is, this is a really wonderful question. Um, it is just, well, one of the other things with that as well is so, so many of us... Um, 
say, you know, my goal is to be authentic. I want to be authentic, but we believe that our personality is authentic. And, and it's not that. I'm talking about something much deeper. I'm talking about the substratum, the, the, the real core, the, the essenceless that gives rise to character, that gives rise to personality. And so to be authentic and to, to invite authenticity in others, we have to really get clear. We have to discover what that is in ourselves first. And, and truthfully, before I, I did this work and came to explore in this way, I thought I knew what authenticity was. I thought it was my opinions. I thought it was my personality. And I discovered it's really not. It's about something much, much deeper, something much more vital. Beautiful. So, um, Kevin, how do we uncover and live from authentic greatness on a daily basis? Well, Louise, you know what? That would take a little a little while to explain. I mean, yeah, that's why I teach the, the, the leadership workshops and why there are numbers of ah. presenters around the world teaching the journey intensive workshops and the... Well, we'd the love to hear about them. And, and I know that you have a... You have a, um, a very special offer for our, um, right, for our listeners, and I know it's a very special offer, so I, I would love to hear more about it, and I know that they would too. And I just want to share as well that my husband has done some of these workshops with Kevin, and it's really it's changed his life. So um, you know, listen up while, while Kevin shares about this. Yeah, do you know, here's the thing with, with these workshops. I mean, there are a lot of beautiful things taking place on the Internet, including a lot of Internet internet workshops. And um, the, the thing is with what we teach, it's, it goes so much deeper than currently we, we have a way to put out on, on the Internet. As I was yeah. saying, this this is it's it is emotional work. It's work that gets right into the essence, into the core of you, and asks, okay, so how are you hooked? How are you limited? How are you really kind of conditioned by old stuff that you, you need to, to face and to clear? And it needs, um, it needs expert support in order to do that. So our workshops are supported in, in a way that we couldn't offer over the Internet. Our workshops are right. supported by people who are highly trained and deeply experienced in the work. And it, it's a visceral experience. It's an experience that as yet, I don't know who knows in the future, but as yet we don't have a way to, to offer online. And so there is a requirement that we get together person to person to do this. The results are extraordinary. In relatively short people, uh, periods of time, people's lives are, are, are deeply and fundamentally changed by this. Not it's an interesting thing, not by the addition of a lot more information, but by the subtraction of the things that would keep you small. So it, it's rather a process of subtraction than, than addition, and it needs support for us to do that. It's not just a learning process where you can, where you can read it or interact at a superficial basis and gets, gets the result. It requires an opening and, and requires uh, um, deep and, and uh, attuned support. And so the, the offer that I'm going to put out is if anyone would like to check onto our websites, and the two websites are thejourney.com, thejourney.com, and consciouscompany.com. The starting point for this work, depending on whether you're more interested in, in just a, a personal growth track, maybe a, a slightly more spiritual or esoteric track, and a pure leadership track, same work, just different, different um, faces. Um, the starting point would be with one of our intensive um, weekends. So this would normally be um, a Saturday and a Sunday workshop. They take place um, throughout North America. They take place throughout Europe, throughout Australasia, and in okay. South Africa as well. If you check in online and find out the various dates for wherever you are, 
The offer that I want to put out to you is that you can come two people for the price of one. Um, now, the, the, the cost wow. in the USA here, I think, is $495. So it'll be a saving of $495. It'll be effectively half price. So two for the price of one. Wow. You'll need to use a code, and the code is, is your keys to clarity, Louise. So if they, if they check okay. online, contact the local offices, and just give the code keys to clarity, this is an offer that will keep open for the next 10 days and only available to your listeners, Louise. It won't be available wow. anywhere else. Anywhere else, some people will be paying the, the, the regular price for it. And I'm so glad that you said 10 days because there are so many people who download the podcast after the show has completed in the following week after the show. So it will give everyone a chance right. to, um, to really hear okay, the offer. And my God, it's very generous. Okay, well, beautiful. I mean, I would love to to meet some of your your listeners, and uh, I, I know there are a lot of beautiful souls that tune tune into your show, Louise. So, I mean, I would love to to get to know them and to um and and to 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 meet them over time. I hope that they take that step, because it's just it's just it, to me it's it it really is, and I love that it's called the journey. You know, um, with the word that's done there, because it is really a journey to ourselves and to our our. Uh, our fullest potential, and um, it really requires us to to take that step to really um, do the work um, so that we can be fully who we are. Um, and secondly, that greatness. Yeah, it, it, it is a journey in, indeed. I mean, this this is not a quick fix. There are so many offers of quick fixes out there, and um, I, have, I have a reticence with them, truthfully, because I, I know that there's always an invitation to something deeper. There's no stopping place. There's no landing point with 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 uh, really truly authentic work. It's a you know it's an ongoing invitation to open, to let go, to to uh, to live from a deeper and deeper place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's it's very powerful and it's it's work that I continue to do and I I just really applaud you and Brandon and Skip and all the others that lead this this work because um, it truly is life changing and you're making such a huge difference in the world you know in the way that we want to show up in the world um, you know to mankind it's it's just fabulous so thank you so yeah, much that's, for that. That's <laughs> That's our prayer. Thank, thank you for the kind work. I mean, for the kind words, it is also my experience that, that people are transforming at the essential level, and that is an extraordinary yeah. thing to do. I mean, truth, truthfully, I, I'm just blown away on a daily basis at, at the the real potential of, of humans, and it's it's not just a mind yeah. potential. It's the potential versus beings, and it's it's extraordinary to see what, what people are able to access in themselves around, around this globe. I feel like if... if there is to be healthy change. If there is to be a real wake up to to some of the mess we're in as as, as uh, you know humanity at the moment, that it will come from from the people who are willing to get authentic, people who are willing to yeah. to look at the the depth of that being and say, okay, there is stuff to face here, and if I face that, then there is a, a deep and authentic clarity that's available to me, and it's available um, in a form that's both altruistic. And um, self-serving, that that both the self as part of a greater whole, and um, yeah. it, the, the the movements with a lot of people's work, you know, they're, they're already out there and and making a difference. And I'm really glad that you, know, you and and uh, Brandon and me, Skip, Christine, that we're blessed enough to be a part of this. Yeah, it really is 
Uh, it really is an honor to be part of it, to be honest. Truly is. Um, Truly is. So, Kevin, what what might um, our lives and our businesses and organizations, our society, what would the world look like if more of us took up this leadership greatness, authentic leadership greatness challenge? That would be an interesting thing to see, wouldn't it? Eh? I mean, I'm just thinking that, that on... On the, yeah, on the on the micro level, I feel like it's it's more empathic uh, meeting with those around us, less of a fear-driven defences, more opening, more heart-based communication, more I mean, truthful emotional communication taking place without the blame, without the victimhood, without the defensive systems that we habitually use. So much more much more open-hearted, much more truthful. And if you extrapolate that out to, you know, our, our society's leaders, our political leaders, our, our uh, uh, business leaders, and what a difference would it make if, if we weren't fearfully striving and competitive, but if we saw humanity as, as one and knew we were part of that, what if fear was taken out of the equation? What if there was more love? What if there was more understanding of, 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 of fellow humans? I mean, I, I feel like it's not not just a, a pipe dream. I feel like it's an absolute necessity. And we're on a course yep. of self-destruct at the moment as humans. And I feel like the yep. the only way the only way is if we're willing to learn deep and radical lessons, the the lessons of the heart. And I feel like yeah. uh, if that is the case, if if enough of us are, are willing to 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 just be real and to begin to to authentically look within and to discover the capacity that's here, then we stand a chance as a human race. Then we can look at the planet we live on and say, you know what, this is our home, this is our nest. We need to stop pooping in the nest. We need to start nurturing it as part of life. Um, I, I feel like everything we need is predicated on some such change, Louise. I really do. And yeah. just imagine taking yeah. fe- taking fear out of politics. What if our politicians were willing oh to get God. real and meet the fear, and then to behave? Yes, for sure, in pragmatic ways. It, it, it's a call on strength as well as as well as on the heart. Uh, and yeah. I don't know what the choice is. I really don't know what the choice is. The, 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 the choices that we're currently taking. I feel are potentially catastrophic. They're certainly damaging. So there's, there's a yeah. huge invitation by whatever means, I and mean, by this means and any other means, to to just get real, to open our eyes, to wake up to what we see around us and to stop pretending that it's not happening. Yeah. And gosh, can you imagine if our leaders of the world were not only not operating from fear but not from ego either? Well, for sure. I mean, for for, for me, fear fear is the base of the ego, you know, and and underneath the masks Mm. we wear is is some version of fear. So that's essentially the call that that, uh, that I'm making is to say, okay, are you willing to to lead? Are you willing to be an influence that's born from something more essential, that's born from something deeper than than your own superficial egoic needs? And it's a a big ask. It's a big ask, yeah. and it is doable. It's definitely doable. The tools are here to help the clearing, and it's a clearing that needs to take place. This is nothing that you need to add into the mix that's already here. It's something that you you could, if you so choose, uh, um, choose to clear, choose to pull away, choose to allow organically to fall away the old past patterns, the old conditioning, and allow more of you to come to the surface, the real you. Yeah, beautiful. So Kevin, just out of curiosity, have any has anyone taken up the um, the, the challenge? Um, you know, as graduates from your 
courses to actually go and coach and, and um, train leaders um, in the world. You know, people, well, I'm talking about people yeah, in political... Yeah, um, I'm a bit, you know, people do, doing it with, with, with us always. Um, and it, for, for some of the people who've been through the complete visionary leadership course with me, they, they've actually become uh, um, coaches in the work, and so they, they're working with with clients one on one to to clear the, the the blockages out and to um, and inspire truthful and, and authentic vision to to play in strategic action. So there are people around the world doing yeah. this. Yes. Um, also, very what, what I mean is, well. I, I know I absolutely know that. Um, Kevin, what I meant was that I'm just kind of curious if anyone has taken to the point where they're actually coaching world leaders, you know, in in with this well, work. That's, that's has, a, it, has it gotten to that right. level, and do we need to challenge the practitioners to yeah. step it up and go for it? <laughs> Well, that, that, that'll be the next step. My big prayer is that that we we influence the influencers, and we're, we're a young organisation. Conscious Company is only three and a bit years old, so as yet, none of the top political leaders. And if anyone is listening in, then I'd be very happy to coach them personally. <laughs> yes, go for it, Kevin. <laughs> so, I'll put it Three as well. If, you know, if, you, if you're a top political leader and, and you're, you're impoverished, I'll work with you for nothing. It's, just, it's important that. <laughs> steps in the right direction, Louise, because I've just come back from Canada where I've been working with the Department of Justice up there. And they realized Yeah. You see they they realized that, that traditional leadership coaching does not produce the results they were looking for. And so they approached us and yeah. said, Is there a way that you can bring authentic leadership training into the judiciary? Because they have oh a, a track up there where they, they pick that they um, I suppose that you know, they, they cherry pick the people who are right for leadership growth, and so we are two thirds of the way through a program with them to to teach these skills. And I'm thrilled that a, a conservative wow. governmental organisation is willing to say, you know what, what we're doing doesn't work. We're willing to go deeper. We're that willing is. to clear you know, emotional blocks. We're willing to get authentic. We're willing to pull back the veils. Oh. And it's working beautifully. I mean, you know, the people like wow. the rest of us, and just the fact that they're, they're barristers and constitutional lawyers and who knows what, what mm-hmm. else. And they're, they're very bright and, and uh, career-focused people. And they still yeah. want something yeah. more authentic. They want something born from truth, something deeper. And so, wow. yes, Definitely having beginnings. We're talking to a number of other sizable organizations as well, Louise, and I can't tell you about you know, who they are specifically until we've got something signed, sealed, and delivered, but we're talking to a number yeah. of, of influential organizations. And still, still, the, the invitation is out there. If you're, if you're a political leader, yeah. if you're someone of big interest, let me know because I want to meet you. <laughs> Oh my oh, God! That's amazing that you've got that opportunity with the, um, the judicial system there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 take the work, I and mean, particularly with the journey work, Louise. We we have a, a charity called Journey Outreach, and it does extraordinary work in a lot of places around the world. It works with with Aboriginal communities. It works with tribal communities. Uh, we work with the underprivileged, taking the work into them. Uh, we work in, in several prisons around the world and what they call correctional institutes in some, some cultures. And so the work, you know, it's got a, got a broad reach and um, it gets phenomenal results. I mean, what I'd love to see, what I'd love to see for us is to meet, meet with some people of influence to find out where's the multiplier effect here because we have the tools. We have the most extraordinary tools of transformation. And yeah. I'm really interested in meeting the people who could, could, could create some, some exponential result given those tools. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I'm going to have to put my thinking cap on because I so want this for you and to all conscious company as well. Uh, Kevin, so we'll have to give give that some thought. But um, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your wisdom around this and, and just kind of switching it for us a little bit and looking at it from a different perspective around leadership and how, you know, fear and, um, you know, even our physical, um, you know, the makeup of our brains, you know, um, how that uh, influences you know, whether we're stepping into our greatness um, as authentic leaders in the world and to um, to ask ourselves that question, you know, whether we're ready to take that step and are we willing to do the work um, to get there. So thank you so much, Kevin, for being here. It's been a great pleasure, Louise. I've thoroughly enjoyed spending the time with you and uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's been of, of some benefit to, to your listeners. It absolutely has, and I'm looking forward to having you and Brandon on the show to talk about your book that you mentioned earlier, The Consciousness, The New Currency. So that'll be fabulous, too. Wonderful. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm just going to repeat the information. Sorry, Kevin, what did you say? I'm just saying thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's a pleasure. So if you want to learn more about um, what Kevin has been speaking about, go to uh, ConsciousCompany.com or you can go to TheJourney.com and the code, if you'd like to take advantage of that amazingly generous offer that Kevin made, um, which is if you to take the the, the weekend course, which is the, the start to the journey of the journey. <laughs> um, it's uh, the code is keys to clarity, keys to clarity. So uh, just make a note of that, and it's available for ten days. So make a note in your schedule. You know, if you want to think about it a little bit and do some investigation, that you make a note of that that deadline. Um, so again, thanks so much, Kevin. We look forward to having you back on the show. I'm now going to just share a little bit about what's coming up. Um, and uh, um, just again to remind everyone that the prize today is um, five CDs, so five lucky winners of, the, of an introduction to the journey um, is available in our draw. So make sure to email uh, info at keystoclarity.com with uh, the journey in the title and... Um, you can uh, then be put in that drawer. And remember, if you don't send the email in, you don't get the opportunity. (laughs) So I encourage you to do that. And uh, who knows, it could be you. And I love to create that visibility and and highlight your business and what you're doing. So when we mention your uh, name as a prize winner, we will share your website as well. Give you a little bit of a, a shout out. So in regards to visibility and, you know, my, as I've shared on the show today, I am just so um, passionate about soul-driven business owners stepping into that leadership role and becoming visible in the world to share their message and get the word out about their gifts and talents. And I have a program that's coming up um, starting in April uh, called Visibility Mastery. And you can go to visibilitymastery.com. And it really is about uh, helping solopreneurs, S-O-U-L, opreneurs to um, create more visibility 
and connect with your ideal clients, to find out who your ideal clients really are and where they hang out. And we'll, we'll um, cover a, a number of different uh, visibility strategies that um, are out there. And we'll make sure that you get an intuitive fit for you and for your um, your ideal clients, where, where you're going to find them, because sometimes the two don't always mix. So we really want to make sure you walk away with a strategy and a plan you know, to know what the next step is going to be. You know, are you going to be um, doing some work on Facebook, or is it going to be LinkedIn, or are you going to be list building, or doing teleseminars? We'll, we'll create that really powerful fit in a way that's going to work well, easily, and um, with direction. So visit visibilitymastery.com if you feel like that could be something that you would really like to to hear more about or read more about. And there will be um, a call um, basically uh, sharing um, about visibility and the keys to visibility before um, that program starts. So I invite you to just join up on keystoclarity.com on the um, opt-in box on the, on the home page there, and you'll get updates coming through to you about that. So I want to say thank you very much to everyone for listening to this wonderful show today. Um, and again, I, you know, I just learn something new every single time I have a guest on the show, even when I feel like it's a topic I know well. You know, it's just amazing when you're open and um, in that space of allowing that uh, new things show up in different ways. So thank you again, Kevin, for being here. And um, thanks to everyone. Have a beautiful week and to your shining success. Look forward to talking to you next week. <laughs>